Friends and family, welcome to Coval Fitness Podcast, Living Your Best Life with Coval Fitness. I'm your host, Mike Coval, owner of Coval Fitness. Today we're going to talk about three of the biggest things that I've done, or three of the most impactful things I've uh, implemented to help myself become a better leader, and hopefully it can resonate with you in some sort of capacity in your own life. And this doesn't necessarily mean that you like have to be a leader of a team, or, or you have to apply it to business. Because um, at the end of the day, we're all leaders to ourselves in our own lives. And so we need to take ownership. We need to take responsibility that first and foremost. Um, but this definitely can be applied to different aspects of your life, whether it's just you and your development, um, whether you know you have a family and you have kids. Um, this can be very effective stuff and definitely you know in the business realm um, for, for what I've applied it to um, the most along with my personal life. And so the first thing... Um, that we're going to talk about is management style um, needs to be very diverse. Um, and what I mean by that is early on, like shoot, early on, it's like about three years ago, a little over three years ago, I was really frustrated with where the business was at, where I was at personally. And I just took a step back and looked at what I was doing at that time. And you know, one of the things that I was looking for was a lot of people on my team that were just like me. And anybody that I had on my team that wasn't necessarily like me as far as like the things I was interested in from like developing as a, as a trainer, um, it was frustrating for me um, because I'm like, you know, you should want to go down the rabbit hole with all these things that we're learning as far as the physiology, the biomechanics, the anatomy, all that stuff that goes on along with, you know, being a good trainer. And so I had this frustration of not having a team that had that mindset and that pro- that thought process when it came to development. And I finally started like looking at everything and, and realizing that I was trying to, you know, push my agenda on everybody rather than play to everybody's strengths and understand that not everybody's going to be the same. And that's actually a good thing for the team um, as far as their interests and their personalities and dynamic of how they operate. And so um, one of the things that we did is we ended up doing um, this profile. And I'm, I'm not big on categorizing people and segmenting people and saying, this is you and this is, this is Jerry and this is Sherry. Like, I'm, I'm not about that. But I do believe that we can put people in the category, categories or, or compartments or whatever you want to call it to help understand them better and understand that that, that um, you know, for the this profile specifically, if they get categorized as they would in the, um, you know, the disc profile, they call it like a, a DC or an IS, um, whatever you get categorized as, maybe it's true most of the time, but that's certainly dynamic depending on the context of the environment that you find yourself in. Um, so, you know, once we did that and I was able, able to understand everybody better and then take what I learned about everybody and start coaching everyone and relating to everyone differently based on what we saw with that and just based on my interactions with them um, up until that point in time once I started applying that and understanding that like I have to adapt and be different for everybody I can't be the same for everybody because I'm not going to be as effective for not only for myself but for them and ultimately you know the business and the clients and that's that's once I was able to diversify that management style, that's when it really started to make an impact on the business and I was a lot happier and everybody else was a lot happier as a result too. So that's number one. Um, 
Number two, don't always assume that everybody understands how you want things done. Um, communicate very clearly on how you want things done. In fact, and this isn't to like insult anybody's intelligence, um, the way that I'm going to put this, it's more so just to make things extremely clear um, and so that there's not much room for error is explain it as you would to a kindergartner. And so like, for example, just spitballing it right off the top of my head, let's think about like you're going to teach somebody how to cross the street. Like we could do it really simple and we could say, just look at the opposite street corner, wait for the white little guy to pop up on the screen, look left, look right. If it's clear, walk across the street. Or we could, we, we could make that a little bit more elaborate and complicated than it needs to be. So you're going to sit there and you're going to look at all those numbers. And as it counts down, or the hands going to be flashing and you got to wait for the numbers to show up. And then once the numbers show up, it's going to start counting down. You should start looking left and right already. That's just, there's just no reason for it. Just make it simple and make it easy to understand so that it gets executed. Whatever it is that you want done gets executed um, effectively and efficiently. Um, and, and honestly, like what that does is it, it results in less back and forth um, and less frustration on both ends with whoever you're trying to communicate that with. Um, so, so it's just much more efficient for the long haul and for the overall operation of, of getting things done. And the final thing, which I, I kind of alluded to in the first um, first point I made, is it all starts with you. Um, going back to that story, I kind of started it and didn't really get into it too much. But like back at the end of 2016, I mentioned I wasn't really happy with the way that the, myself and the way that the, the business was going. And, you know, I, I, I up to that point, I had excuses that were external, like I put blame in other areas and, and other people. And, um, you know, I took some blame. But I mean, the reality was, is that I needed to take all the blame, because it starts and ends with me. And so I, I really took a step back those first few months and just did a lot of investment um, in myself. Um, and that some of that stuff like had nothing to really do directly with leadership, but getting better sleep was a big priority. Um, and and um, doing more reading, because um, at that point I was so overwhelmed with the business and and um, doing, I should say more reading towards related to like business and leadership and things of that nature. Because a lot of my, my continuing education or my self-education was involved with becoming a better trainer, which is absolutely important. But at that time, um, and even now, I'm not training as much and I'm doing more management and, and leadership type of stuff with the growth of the business. Um, so that became very important that I, you know, take ownership for that. And once that happened, everything started to like kind of steamroll as far as like the progress that we were making as a team, um, progress that the clients were making and then ultimately the progress that I was making. So those are my three strategies to help out with you becoming a better leader. And again, it doesn't matter if it's, it's, it's business, your family, yourself, um, whatever aspects of your life um, that you apply it to, I, I believe that you'll find these strategies very effective for whatever it is that you're trying to accomplish. Appreciate you guys listening. Um, it's the first time we're doing it on YouTube Live. Um, not going to be the last time. I'll catch you soon.